venous admixture. So the question is briefly explain how venous admixture influences arterial oxygen tension and how an increase in FiO2 can affect this. First step is to define venous admixture. The second thing is going to be the venous admixtures influence the influence of um, venous admixture on partial pressure of arterial oxygen, and how and third is going to be how the increase in FiO2 can uh, can affect venous admixture. So first of all, the definition. So venous admixture is the amount of mixed venous blood, i.e., from the uh, systemic circulation measured at the right atrium. So the amount of mixed venous blood needed to be added to the pulmonary and capillary blood to account for the reduction in partial pressure of oxygen seen between the end capillary and the systemic artery. So normally this is about 2 to 3% of cardiac output. Um, and essentially it means, so the, the mixed venous blood is going to have the lowest partial pressure of oxygen. Then as it goes towards the lungs uh, and participates in gas exchange, then the pulmonary and capillary blood will have the highest amount of oxygen. And then there is some venous admixture, which then causes the systemic arterial blood, which has a just slightly submaximal uh, partial pressure of oxygen. Now, venous admixture is combined by true shunt and VQ mismatch. So uh, true shunt means that the VQ ratio is zero, and VQ mismatch means that the VQ ratio is less than one. So the, the uh, way that we calculate venous admixture is by using the shunt fraction. Um, so the, the shunt fraction is the, the Q shunt, which is the blood flow of shunt, over Q total, which is essentially cardiac output, is equal to, now these are all oxygen contents, the oxygen content of the numerator, pulmonary and capillary blood, minus systemic um, oxygen content, over pulmonary and capillary blood minus mixed venous blood. So the actual equation sounds like the numerator is C subscript CO2 minus C subscript AO2 over C subscript CO2 minus C subscript VO2. Um, and all of these are contents, so you need to use the oxygen content equation to calculate these. The oxygen content equation is C subscript oxygen. Um, is equal to hemoglobin times Wolfner's constant, which is 1.34 times the saturation of oxygen at whatever blood you're trying to calculate, and that will measure your oxygen bound to hemoglobin, plus the, the partial pressure of oxygen, so PO2, times 0 0.003, and 0 0.003 is because of the Australian units of hemoglobin being in grams per deciliter rather than grams per litre, um, which you would see elsewhere. Uh, the ways that you measure each of the four components or three components. So the numerator, there's pulmonary and capillary blood and systemic blood. The pulmonary and capillary blood um, is the hardest one because you can't wedge a pulmonary artery catheter right into the capillary. So we estimate that based on the ideal partial pressure of oxygen in the alveolus. So you use the alveolar gas equation, which is uh, the partial pressure of uh, alveolar oxygen is equal to the difference in atmospheric and water vapor pressure times the FiO2 minus the partial pressure of CO2 over the respiratory quotient. And then that will then give you the, um, the partial pressure, and then you derive the SATs from the oxygen hemoglobin association curve and insert that into the uh, oxygen content equation. So moving on, the components of venous admixture. So we said number one is true shunt, which is where the VQ ratio is equal to zero. This can either be physiological, in the case of the bronchial veins, 
and the Fabesian veins. Secondary uh, causes will be pathological. So this is like congenital heart disease, which is going to be any right to left shunt, which is going to bypass um, pulmonary gas exchange. So the most common example would be a patent foramen ovale, but it can also be a VSD, uh, other ASDs, or a PDA. Um, and another pathological cause of true shunt would be a pulmonary arteriovenous fistula. So that's true shunt, so a VQ ratio of zero. Next is going to be VQ mismatch, which is a VQ ratio less than one. The physiological causes are going to be dependent lung units secondary to gravity, and most lung units will not have a perfect VQ ratio of one. Um, so there's going to be some some scatter in terms of um, in terms of VQ, where at the apices you'll have increased ventilation, and at the bases you'll have increased perfusion, and then they'll have vice versa in terms of the uh, the opposite. So that's the physiological, so dependent lung units due to gravity. And then the pathological, you can divide into intraalveolar, alveolar, and extraalveolar. So the intraalveolar will be something that fills the alveolus, which is going to be APO and consolidation. Alveolar is going to be about the structure of the alveolus, so that'll be COPD uh, and pulmonary fibrosis. Extraalveolar is going to be anything that causes compression of the alveolus um, from the outside, so it would be uh, atelectasis. Uh, pleural effusion and pneumothorax. So that is all part one, which is the, the venous admixture definition as well as the measurement and its components. Now, part two of the question is the effect of venous admixture on the partial pressure of oxygen. So strictly speaking, venous admixture will cause a decrease in the partial pressure of oxygen and an increase in the AA gradient. So you get a fairly large drop in the PaO2 from mixing uh, the from venous admixture being added on to uh, pulmonary and capillary blood, but you get a minimal drop in the oxygen content because most oxygen is hemoglobin bound, um, and then the pulmonary and capillary blood has such a high PO2, it sits on the flat part of the the oxygen hemoglobin dissociation curve, and so even a decent drop in PO2, which is going to mainly affect dissolved oxygen won't cause a significant drop in saturations. Having said that, this is the next part, so the final part, which is the effect of increasing FiO2. Oxygen content is going to be equal to your hemoglobin bound to oxygen plus your dissolved oxygen, which is from the, uh, the oxygen flux or the oxygen content equation. So at a shunt ratio of less than 0.3, i.e. less than 30% of your blood is venous admixture, so 70% of your blood is oxygenated, then you can compensate with an increase in FiO2, which will then cause an increase in the partial pressure of dissolved oxygen. Um, however, at a shunt ratio greater than 0.3, the FiO2 is able to compensate. And there's an ISO shunt diagram, um, which is in NUNS, um, that shows that basically at, an FiO, at, a, at a shunt fraction of 50, it's almost impossible to increase your PaO2 despite whatever your FiO2 is. So that's everything. So definition of venous admixture, amount of mixed venous blood needed to be added to pulmonary and capillary blood to account for the drop in partial pressure of oxygen from end capillary to systemic artery, normally 2 to 3%, calculated with the shunt fraction. Um, components of venous admixture, true shunt, which is a VQ equals zero, and VQ mismatch was a VQ less than one. There's physiological and pathological of each of those. And the effect of um, venous admixture on PaO2 will decrease PaO2 and increase the AA gradient. 
And the effect of FiO2 is that for a shunt fraction less than 30%, then we can compensate with the increase in FiO2. But for a shunt fraction greater than 30%, you're unable to compensate no matter how high you increase your FiO2.